welcome to another episode of Mississippi Ghost and Cryptid Podcast. And today we have um, a special guest, Deanne, and she was actually a former member of the, excuse me, the Mississippi um, Gulf Coast Paranormal Team that we were previously in. And she is here to talk about some of her experiences. If everybody wants to introduce himself, and hello, Deanne. Hi, Deanne. It's Bobby. This is Terry. How you doing? Hey, guys. So, How are you? We're good. We're good. Um, thank you for volunteering to give us a call and listen to us again. It's been a while since we've been all out and about doing our paranormal stuff. So, uh, first question for you, and I know you've answered this before, but we'll let all these wonderful listeners that we have here. What got you into paranormal, and why did you want to join a paranormal group? All right, so you want the short version or you want the long version? How much time you got? Uh, well, <laughs> let's go medium. How's that sound? All right, I could do that. I can okay. edit out some of the I can edit out some of this stuff. <laughs> uh, well, what got me interested is and I think it's pretty common for most people who end up somehow whether they end up as investigators or they just end up, you know, with a slight, should I say, obsession with the topic is, you know, it goes all the way, you know, back to being a kid. I was, for the most part, raised by my grandparents. My parents both worked, and that was my grandparents a lot. They're friends, you know, obviously a lot older. Uh, my grandmother used to take me to the nursing home to visit a lot of her friends. And so there was a lot of death, you know. So even, you know, as a child, I was kind of surrounded by death. And it was never, like, a bad thing. It was, you know, it was just a part of life. And so... You know, natural to, you know, being surrounded by lots of death, you know, funerals and lots of visits to cemeteries. And actually that became one of my like fondest memories, if that's kind of strange for some people. Some of my friends now think it's kind of creepy, but Uh, it was like some of the best memories. Yeah, (laughs) cemeteries, you know, have just always been, you know, just like a normal, a normal thing for us. My, you know, I... I would, you know, kind of walk around with my grandma, just like you would take a kid to a park, but we would look at headstones and, you know, we would make up stories, you know, we would see, you know, like families and we would just kind of together make up stories about, you know, what happened. And, yeah, so, you know, it was just from a young age, just knowing that, you know, it's not just, they're just, they're not just pieces of concrete in the ground with names, like those are people. Mm-hmm. And they have stories, and there's a past, and you know, so it just kind of evolved into a natural. Okay, well, you know, well, what happens after? Like these people had amazing lives and stories, and that doesn't just go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so there was just a natural curiosity, you know. And so as I, you know, as I got as I grew up, there was, you know, we didn't have, and I know that that you guys can relate. You know, some of these younger kids can't, but. We didn't have Netflix and Hulu and YouTube, and you couldn't just watch these paranormal shows, you know, whenever you wanted. Right. October was the month for me. Yeah. You know, I was, I was glued to the TV on October because that's when they would have the the <laughs> investigator shows right. and the scary shows. And, you record you know, them and, you know, hopefully you can watch them. <laughs> year. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it was just, it was, it was, you know, just a lot of fun. As you get older, you have, you know, you have the opportunity to, to visit some of these places. And, 
you know, go on your own. And then how I ended up with MGCP was there was an event. It was funny. So it goes kind of back to, you know, being with my grandmother and she gave me these wonderful memories of going to the cemetery. Well, um, it was my daughter's birthday and there was an opportunity to go on a ghost hunt uh, with, with MGCP at the Beauvoir. And I was like, great birthday present. Let's take my daughter to look for, you know, ghosts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when things, things didn't go so well. Um, I think the investigation itself got canceled. But yeah. the group, you know, was, was great. They knew it was a, a gift for my daughter. And, you know, so they met with us and we got to meet. And I think, you know, personalities, you know, just kind of meshed well. And we went on a on an investigation. One thing led to another. And he welcomed me with open arms. And uh, yes, oh, oh, oh. the rest is history. So and uh, that was about four years, about four years ago. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Right. Wow. Yeah, I mean, we all make mistakes. That's my medium version. There we go. There we go. Uh, <laughs> did how? So, how versed were you in actual terminology and all that, or what, or were you just kind of relying on the TV shows and going by what they were saying? Yeah, as far as like EVPs well, and all that. Right. So, so that's funny. Well, I thought because I was, you know. I was so familiar with all of the, you know, all of the common shows, you know, the ghost adventures, ghost hunters, all of the, all of the ones that we all know about, you know, and I had heard, like, I know all of this. I'm just going to go in there. I'm going to be a pro. So I knew what an EVP was. I knew what, you know, I knew the the K2 and I knew the Mel and, you know, but totally different when you get there and you're actually holding the equipment. So I thought I was well-versed, but I was quickly, uh, I was quickly schooled, and I know nothing. No, <laughs> no, no. You, so, I mean, I no, did. I, was say, I you did, did awesome. have. I you did, did have. Awesome. You call like, I did quick. know. Well, thanks, Bobby. You did, <laughs> I, you did. I did know the word, so so I had that, and I could fake it pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we know. Because I have kids, and you can't you can't let them know you don't know stuff. So I kind of <laughs> just branch that out into my normal life. I pretend like I know stuff that I don't. But. Um, but it was a lot different than than I thought. It's it's night and day different from from what I expected from having watched the shows my whole life. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually do have a question for you, and that's something that I don't know if any of us had ever asked you before, and that is, what is or can you remember your first paranormal experience? Um, if, if you want to share, that. so my well, my first. So it's kind of a twofold answer. Mm-hmm. So my first experience, we used to go on like little weekend trips with my parents. We would drive around. I'm from originally from Albuquerque, New Mexico, and we would drive around to a lot of. They have a lot of um, uh, Indian ruins, um, like Pueblo Indians and uh, Navajo, and and that. so we would drive around to a lot of those places. They also had a um, in New Mexico, a lot of like old Western history, like Billy the Kid. Mm-hmm. And we drove down to Lincoln County, New Mexico, and we went into, you know, the Yukon tour, you know, where uh, he and Pat Garrett got into the gunfight in the, the jail, and we did all of that. And we went into this little, like a little country store, like the little general store. Mm-hmm. And apparently it was where there was an underground or like underneath the bed, under the boards of the 
house, there was a little place where they would hide, like, the bad guys. Right. And we went into this room, and immediately, like, seconds into the room, my dad snatched me up and pulled me out of the room. He's like, get out of here. There's something bad in here. Oh, wow. And I'm like, what? I'm getting chill bumps just <laughs> thinking about it because it was that. So that's when I first, you know, and then my dad kind of opened up to me because he knew that I had this kind of strange obsession. <laughs> so, you know, he was like, you know, there are things that, you know, because it has always been a, it had always been a good thing for me because it's always been, you know, like friends of my grandmother's and stuff. So that it was never scary. This is the first time that it was scary for me. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's kind of when I learned that there's there's some stuff you just don't mess with, and then right. there's, you know, stuff that, that's, you know, that's not harmful. Right. And so that was like my first real life, I guess. Um, so basically your first experience was a so negative I didn't or... see, yeah, so I didn't see anything. Mm-hmm. It was my dad's feeling. So that's right. when I realized, okay, they're, like, you're not going to, you know, not necessarily just going to see something. Right? Maybe you're going to feel something. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever, but my first personal experience mm-hmm. was my grandfather. Um, he had died when I was, I think I was in like the sixth grade, mm-hmm. fifth or sixth grade. And shortly after he died, he had never visited our house. He was bedridden for the last several years of his life, and he had never come to to our house. Mm-hmm. Well, I kept, you know, I kept seeing him, like his face, wow. in my room. He'd never been to my house. And then my mom tells me, yeah, I had the strangest dream that Papa was going into your room. Oh, wow. I was like, oh, wow. that's kind of weird. And so I actually said, and yeah, so after, this wasn't long after I had, you know, with my dad. And so it kind of scared me. Sure. And I just, you know, I kind of sat in my room and I said, you know, hey, Papa, that kind of scares me. So if you could not come in here. <laughs> and I never saw him again. Oh, okay. But then that kind of, but then as I got older, I thought, why did I do that? Yeah. Well, because you were scared. You, wasn't, you, were, you were young. It's not a bad thing. Right. So. And do you think, I think those... that's, those are, those were my first, you know, letting me oh, know right. that, that for me, it's real. Mm-hmm. I believe you don't have to convince me. Right. Cause right. that's your personal experience. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Terry. <laughs> <laughs> He's just you know, I think though, it's one of those things. If you're a believer, you're a believer and you don't have to, you don't have to prove it. Yeah. And I don't, I don't have to prove it or disprove no. it to anybody. Right. right. If you right. want to believe it, great. I'm not going to argue with you. My husband, complete non-believer. <laughs> not going to argue with him. Right. And he's, Although he's had his, he had his butt grabbed at the Myrtle's plantation. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, he, he chalks it off to oh no my wallet shifted mm-hmm. your wallet didn't shift the entire time till you're standing still in a room and then your wallet shifts. you know what it was it was okay. a, it was a pickpocket ghost that's what there it was well what's funny is that we were actually it was we were actually in the room where they where the men would retire after and have you know the cigar and brandy mm-hmm. and play cards mm-hmm. so it probably was a pickpocket okay. yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah Gee, it's all a big bulging wallet. They were like, hmm. There's no. So those two experiences that you had, um, do you think that that helped you lead up? You know, of course, you know, you mentioned playing in the, the cemetery when you were younger, too. Were those two experiences, like, positive enough? When I, I mean positive lightly. Were they positive enough where you wanted to pursue 
um, oh. investigations in the future? Like, was that something that crossed your mind? Oh, the, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was, I think that, it, you know, I, I think that it's one thing to, you know, sit and watch it on TV and believe, and that, but there is just something, once you've, once you've had even a small experience, it's just fuel for the fire. Mm-hmm. You just want more. Right. And, is, you know, we, kind of we've, we've gone on many investigations where you just sit there for hours and then you're thinking, oh, oh gosh, nothing <laughs> happened. And then you go through the, you go through the evidence and there's still nothing happening. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh my gosh, this is never ending. And then boom, you get one little half a second sound that you know wasn't there isn't you right you yeah you know everybody who was in the room it's like and it's it's enough to for all of those hours of sitting it's enough to go and do it again Mm -hmm. and is that is that where you kind of realized well i know for myself and i think these other guys too that you know out of so many years of watching it on tv then you go out and do it you're like why would anybody want to do this you know you've got 20 hours of evidence to listen to and I didn't get anything. What am I doing wrong? You know, you almost think as like, I gotta be doing something wrong because I always see them get stuff on TV. How come I'm not getting it? Hollywood. (laughs) Right. Well, and then, you know, and I think that's when, you know, if you, if you're true, if you truly believe and, you know, you can look at, you know, we're all grown ups here, I hope. And nothing in Hollywood is, is what is, <laughs> well, nothing in Hollywood is what it appears to be. Oh. No. So, yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's kind of frustrating because I know that we've had, you know, like people come as guests mm-hmm. and like you want so bad for them to experience something. So you want to give them a little bit of the Hollywood just so that they'll stay interested mm-hmm. yeah. because, you know, if not, you can get some like, oh my gosh, that's just, a you know, nothing happened. Right. That was so dumb. Right. You know, and you just, you don't want that, you know, mm-hmm. so Hollywood kind of, you know, it's ruined really it. I, you know, it's I still really watch the shows, you know, they're interesting for me because, you know, especially since, you know, everything in the world is shut down, apparently even ghosts have COVID. I don't know, yeah. maybe, <laughs> you know, but so we, you know, just the fact that we can't get out there anymore right. and do this is, you know, I'll still watch the shows, but I watch the shows so differently now. I just think, oh, your camera equipment's totally setting that off. There you go. Yeah. Or, or cell phone yeah. or something. Or, or, well, and, and now having it, you know, having the benefit, unlike when I was a child, having the benefit of being able to rewind and, mm-hmm. you know, watch things, you know, maybe frame by frame, seeing if I can see, you know, a fishing line to pull it mm-hmm. or right. I'm like, mm. right. No, there's there could be someone hiding behind that. So, right. you know, and I think there's a certain person who shall remain unnamed who's had more influence on me than I ever anticipated. <laughs> and I find a, I look at my I look at a lot of things much more skeptically than oh, I probably no. would have. I know, but Hey, I'm still Team Bobby and Team Terry. I can I can sit on the fence. I can be totally neutral. <laughs> okay, as long as I didn't lose you as a player, we're good. We're good. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I, um, I got to be a part of something that you learned about yourself with the paranormal um, when we took the EMF pump. 
and we were trying to get some evidence, um, and so we were trying to create um, an atmosphere that would generate some energy or supposed energy for the entities or spirits that were there to be able to talk to us, and you, you recognized something about yourself in there. You wanted to share that? Oh, yeah, that that EMF pump is the, from the pits of hell. That thing will give you a raging headache if you are if you're sensitive, which I didn't know, mm-hmm. you know, which, but learning that about myself, it about myself, like I'm plural here. I have multiple personalities. Yeah, I, I think it's... differently now, even if I, you know, like I get a headache mm-hmm. sometimes I get, you know, and I, I, I use that, you know, now to think, Oh, you know, where'd this headache come from? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. you know, cause I know there that it was, that it was, I was fine. I walked into the room, you know, head is you know suddenly you know just pounding mm-hmm. walked out of it and it was gone right you know so you know I, I found that you know of all of the pieces of equipment that I've been introduced to and had the the opportunity and privilege of, of learning to use and maybe maybe not learning to use some of them <laughs> yeah yeah by the way my my connect. I, I, I'm pretty sure I pushed all kinds of buttons and I have it all jacked up. It's not doing oh. anything that it probably should right now. Okay. But well, Terry's repair. You know, I, did, I did find out that probably the best piece of equipment is our own bodies. Right. You know, just the five right. senses that we that's have. A, that's a great answer. You know, just hearing, you know, what you hear, what you smell, what you feel, you know, obviously what you see. I haven't, maybe taste i don't know what does a paranormal taste like i hope not i hope we never mm-hmm. figure that one ghost, ghost yeah i don't ghost farts <laughs> go yeah. into investigations with your mouths completely closed yeah, just, yeah. I don't just, know. but mm. but no it's definitely your your own body and mm-hmm. and i learned that you know like you said from that experience with the emf pump and then you know uh terry really encouraged that because he's you know he, he kind of gets that that feeling and you you know, be like, hey, come over here, and mm-hmm. you, know, you get, you know, the chills. Or with me, it's this weird, if it's not a headache, it's like a weird ringing type. I don't know how to explain okay. it other than maybe when you go in a high altitude and your ears start to yeah. want right. to pop. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like that, like a pressure. There's a there's a pressure difference. Right. right. It would be really cool is to take, like, a, one of those old-fashioned kind of barometric pressure yeah, I got one hanging in my living room. With the little, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, with the little bulb. That'd be fun to take that on would, an investigation. Because that's proven. It'd be another say, tool. Yeah, I was gonna say it was another yeah. thing that that people used to use when when they first started. Was barometers. Investing. Yeah, they were barometers. Do change the health you know? because it's it's supposedly the paranormal itself will change the environment. Right. So that, your atmospheric pressure will right. change as well. And that's what a uh, uh, the tool, the ovulus. The ovulus is supposed to measure the changes in the environment right, around right. you and then supposedly, you know, say words and all that kind of good stuff. But uh, <laughs> I'm not a skeptic at all. So, yeah, I, well, I feel that's the same. Good. Way. You know, I think that's what's always been so good is that there are some, you know, that there's such a wide range. And I think mm-hmm. to have a good paranormal investigating team. You need a wide range. You don't want everyone to go in there believing that every knock and bump and sound mm-hmm. you hear is something paranormal. You right. need you need some to be wanting to wanting to believe that everything they hear is 
because they're going to notice everything. But then you have the skeptic who's going to say, no, that's a damn acorn falling from the oak tree well, outside. I, I, you know, ironically, so to have you say this that, a good I'm, range. I'm right next to two people on those both ends of that spectrum. So. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I was going to say, um, you know, it's one of those things that I guess because I want to believe it so bad that I, you know, that it's going to be there whether it's real or not. But or, you, but even by you doing that, you've picked up some incredible evidence to present to us. Something that we've over, you know, stuff that right. we've overlooked. Well, and and that's where we, like we said in this field, there's there's things that we're always learning about, like you know. Certain headphones do this, but mm-hmm. your ears hurt. You know, your ears can only hear certain levels. So some pick up on a higher bass, mm-hmm. and some pick up on right. the treble and stuff like this. So it, mm-hmm. it's getting to know, like Dan says, knowing your body, but mm-hmm. also when you're doing evidence review, knowing what levels you need mm-hmm. your equipment to be at to be able to hear certain things. And it's funny, like after investigations, we would all get together, like I guess what the same weekend, the following mm-hmm. day, to pick up evidence or whatever. And then when we would return. Deanne and Bobby would both have <laughs> this crazy notebook full of ev- you know, of evidence. Um, you know what's funny though, Bobby and I are both teachers. We hear yeah. stuff because we, we are stuff. trained to listen to thirty little people all around us. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So we hear things that y'all don't hear. Oh no, guys, true. I try to ignore all the little guys, people. We just tune that shit out. We don't. We don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if it's a female voice, I try to tune that out also. But uh, <laughs> it's, it's at a different spectrum. We can't hear. Yeah, I just can't hear it. We all. can't hear. It. I'm sorry. I just can't hear it. So do you do you think, Deanne, that over the years, and unfortunately, it was just you know minimal amount of years that we really got you in tune with the paranormal field more than before, or? I- so I think so. I think that a lot of my preconceived ideas, you know, a lot of the things that Hollywood had, you know, had put in there or, you know, things that I had just, wait, what the hell? Look, speaking of paranormal, so I'm sitting in my office in the dark and there is some shit like buzzing behind me. That's okay. That shouldn't be. Oh, but, like, um, like, like a, uh, that's creepy. It is creepy. There's something creepy going that's on behind me. Big bug. Um, <laughs> No, I, I I think definitely that that I'm I've got to kind of you know go through the weeds and take away some of the things that you know learning really learning about the the equipment and you know how the how the equipment has changed like you know like with the K2 which is so common mm-hmm. when you watch the paranormal shows it's that instant gratification but you know and so I used to watch that and think oh man that's you know just evidence after evidence, but then come to find out, you know, that it is very simple to set one of those off. Oh yeah. Right. Right. You know, and so just, I think the the biggest takeaway for me was learning how to use the equipment and, you know, along with, you know, along with your own body, you know, because, because there is, there is so much that is unknown and it is such a topic that, you know, is either, you know, people are really interested in it or people are really afraid of it, right. you know, um, right. that it's good to, to have knowledge on equipment that can, that can say, you know, there is something here. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a ghost or whatever, 
you know, it's, but there's, there's some electric, you know, there's electric energy in the air sure. that maybe shouldn't be here. Sure. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And so I think that was, that's what I, I've probably gotten more in tune with, you know, more of the technical aspect, which I am not a technical person whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You know, I would rather sit in the dark and just listen right. and feel and, you know, but it learning, you know, taking, you know, what everybody else, you know, has bring, had brought to the group, even though it was such a short time, I think that, you know, I learned so much more than I ever did watching, binge watching hours and hours of, you know, the Hollywood productions. Right. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. Because like you're saying, unless you're there in that environment, you really don't know how your body's going to react to it. And you will pick up on different aspects of your body. And if you can converse that with other team members and they say, Oh yeah, well you're, you're feeling that or you're hearing that because of X, Y, Z it helps. Um, but yeah, until you're in that environment in a dark room or it, it doesn't even have to be a dark room. It could be the middle of the day, but then you start feeling like you and I were EMF sensitive. We get that little tingly feeling and your ears start to plug up. It's like, okay, something's here. And then, bring the equipment over and the equipment verifies right. you're like ah oh, cool you know it's a personal experience you can tell the client you can't really prove it except it's on the equipment that hey yeah we're a little higher reading but that, once again like you were saying Dan, it doesn't mean it's a ghost it's something but doesn't right. really necessarily mean it's a ghost right and, the, and that was a lot of part of you know the whole group was to go into debunk or to try to see if there was something there or if there was something that was man-made that was causing these people to feel this way. And just by you guys being able to find out that you are EMF sensitive, you're able to explain how their microwave, their, you know, or their, um, say by their bed, having a fan right there beside the bed with the alarm clock. And then on top of that, you're running the air conditioner and this and that. And then we were learning about infrasound and how, just certain uh, things that could be going on inside the vents and the air conditioners mm-hmm. could be creating sound that's affecting your body. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, like you said, the body's the, your biggest tool. Right. And I want to will publicly say thank you for Deanne for joining the group. Yes. I yeah. mean, you were an asset. Um, oh. We we enjoyed the company, and we'll continue to do things not formally as Mississippi Gulf Coast Paranormal, yeah, ca- but casual stuff. Yeah, yeah, we'll continue to do stuff, and, um, and you were most invited. Yeah, we've definitely, definitely got our girls' trip coming up, so looking forward to that. Yeah, well, I would like to say thank you for letting me join the group because you know it was it, it you know obviously you know there was the interest in the paranormal, but I think so much more than that. You know, we had a great time in the investigations, mm-hmm. but just really an a truly awesome group of people like yeah friends we really were like real friends that Mm -hmm. you know despite despite that you know disbanding you know the actual group like i would not lose contact with any of you because we have made true friendships you know and that's 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 something that is worth you know it's weight in gold for sure and 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 we all felt that's the best way to run a, a group you've got to be friends right. you've got to trust one another um you know if, if you're going to second guess the person you're investigating with that's not really fun <laughs> so, no, it's, you know, it's, um, right 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 awesome great well um you got any more questions deanne uh anything else you want to say um 
Not that I, not that I'm aware of. Great. No, I am looking forward. Bobby did, bring, Bobby did bring up our little girls trip. We mm-hmm. do have an exciting trip, so maybe I can come back on after yeah. that. Maybe we'll have Definitely. some exciting Definitely. things to talk well, about after. Some our... places too that you've went to that we want to get you back on and have and have you back on for a couple of episodes talking about where you went and some yeah. of those investigations. You know, get us get us more into the myrtles and the butt grabbing. I mean, <laughs> right. I yeah, mean, I'm strictly paranormal. Yeah, well, <laughs> tell him to watch his ass. <laughs> and when we talk about our trip to Waverly Hills, we can compare it to your trip to Waverly Hills. So, definitely, there's definitely some episodes that we definitely got to get you back on here for. Okay. Right. Awesome. I'm glad to glad to come back on whenever you guys will have me. All right. Well, great. Thanks, Deanne. Thank you, so Thank you Deanne. You have a good rest of the day. We appreciate it. It It's good hearing from you. You too. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. So that will do it for this episode. We want to thank Deanne, and um, we hope you guys enjoyed it. We will definitely, like you heard, have more conversations with her and her stories and backgrounds, Mm -hmm. and we also have more people calling in. We do. We all all have a lot to say. So, right. Exactly. So, all right, y'all. Enjoy. Have a good one.